Hello, and welcome back to The Breakdown. I have to talk like a man. We also have two mics this time as well. We told you it was coming. You just had to had to actually get it. Well, had to order, they cancelled an order, then get it for free. So, was Tell fun. Tell them that. They're not going to know. I'm sure they don't listen to the pod, or see the pod, or they look might. at TikToks. TikToks, though, have... It's kind of gone into meltdown with mm. maybe the best song of the year so far or the year with Roy Lotus's cover of Men on the Dance Floor, their like a version. I got maybe five seconds into it when I was at work and I saw it was them and I went, oh, this is it. I was stoked with it and we made a TikTok about it and most of the responses were good. We went like a little viral with it, which was great, which all I said was it was good. But a lot of people aren't getting it and are saying it's shit and saying that it's just the nostalgic vibes. I, I feel like know. they're not saying it's shit. Some are saying it's really? downright shit, yeah. <gasps> which I rude. just don't agree. Some, like a TikTok's a disgusting place most of the time. How People are rude on there. Yeah, so how we can just be like, people are like, you know, it's, it's, not my, um, it's not my cup of tea, it didn't do anything for me. And then there's just other people that are going, it's this shit. is dog shit. We got told that we were wagon jumping or something, like we're what jumping on the oh, wagon. yeah, yeah. And I was like, what do you Fair. mean? It's just really good marketing for yeah. from you know their team but obviously Saltburn has put this song into the forefront for everyone again nostalgic vibes are always great is it just the nostalgic vibes of this one that everyone's going crazy for or have Royal Otis really you know made it their own and taken it to that next level I personally prefer it over the original just because mm. I think his voice is like oh this is cool and I, it, everyone was like, or well, some people were like, oh, he needs to work on his vocals. I was like, what? I feel like his vocals are unique, and yeah. that's why Royal Otis, like, as a, a band or a duo or whatever, like, they, they do really well. Firstly, well, all their songs are quite catchy and, and unique and are fun, but, like, his vocals, I feel, are quite, uh, they're different to your normal, like, other bands that are in that genre, mm. you know? They're... He's def- and I've seen on TikTok there, like, recently they've been doing, like, like slowed down versions of their songs, mm. like, acoustic almost versions, and they're sick. They're so good, and he's got really, really, really different and good vocals, and I think it does so well with the like a version. It's that, it, he's got like that... It's almost like, r- it's not raspy, but it's like, just... I don't know how to explain it. It reminds me of, like, 2007 British indie those type of vocals which I think his vocals would go really well on a FIFA song so I thought that was really good but in in six months down the line 12 months down the line are we still going to think it's that good I think we are I think it's a lock for top five for Triple J top 100 next year I think it could win but obviously we're one month in just going back to what you were saying about how some people were saying it's like really bad blah 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 like nine times out of ten, a like a version is going to be pretty similar to the original song. They're doing a version of that song. Yeah, some bands like completely switch it up. Like think of like Teen Jesus, how they mash you know their two songs together for the like the Billie Eilish one, and they mash anyway. But you know what I mean? Like nine times out of ten, you're just doing a version of a song. So yeah, of course it's going to be similar to the original. Like a cover like, just doesn't have that same ring as like no, a version, does it? Like of course it's going to be similar similar to the original. That's the whole point they're doing a version of it they're doing a cover of it like and we're not saying that they changed the complete song like the song you know has some simple chords in it to begin with but just that little royal otis 
special sauce. Yeah, no, and I love it. I think they did really well, and I forgot that song existed. And now since, you know, since they did their Like A Version, I've seen about seven other bands, like, either share something to that or do a cover of it. And, like, that's sick. You know, they've just bought this new song that's a good song that I completely forgot existed back into light. And it's fun. I have a boogie to it. I enjoy it. Who cares if it's similar to the original, you know? Like, that's the whole point, and it's a good song. Yeah, I was looking at that this morning. I've seen so many covers. We even posted something to it. Yeah, like, I think everyone's going to use that for a little bit. And even in that little interview that they do after, they said, like, they saw Saltburn and wanted to do it. Do you know, I didn't realise literally until that interview that the guy with the pink hair, I'm sorry, I don't know his name, he covers his face and everything. I didn't know that. I did not know that until that interview. And I was like, oh, he's, like, covering his face. And then I went back through their Instagram and you do not see his face in anything. I didn't know that. Which is, I think, pretty cool. It's kind of well. It'll be interesting groovy. when, um, like, if we yeah, ever get it's like a fame thing. Yeah, it's like Australia's like new version of Sia. How like she did, didn't want her face yeah. covered. Um, but like, I what goes through my head is like, if I get the opportunity, lucky enough to get the opportunity to interview them, mm. do is that the same? Is that the same type of thing? Like, we d- won't post. Like, or do they not want the visuals posted? Or, like, that's what runs runs through my head. Or maybe just one of them well, does yeah. the interview. But I guess as well, like, the Triple J interview, he just covered, covered, his face. covered his face. Which, and if you look at the stage performances and photos and stuff, it seems that his hair does cover his face. So maybe he's just grown his hair that way. <laughs> yeah. So then he, they, he doesn't have to be identified. Although he has really groovy hair. So when I do see him around, because I've been to a few festivals and I've yeah. seen him around, and I'm just like, hey, that's a guy from Royal Otis because of his hair. Yeah. <laughs> I think we have cool to um, make it clear as well for people. Cool people are just doing Royal as R-O-Y-A-L. It's E-L. E-L hey. um, so it's their two names. names. Yeah, it's their two oh names. Oh my gosh, I didn't know that. Um, put together. I thought it was just like, it just seems like an indie kind of need to know secret backstory, yeah. but no, just two names that I didn't know sound that real all. fucking good put together. But yeah. what's this? what's this do for them over the next... 12 months because I've, I've spoken to a lot of bands that, you know, have bigger songs from their like versions. Like that's their biggest song mm-hmm. and all their other songs don't compete. The, at this point, like I can't remember a like a version that went this big this quickly. This quickly, yeah. Well, I feel like for them though, <laughs> I've had so many people say that they're a media plant, which they're not, obviously. They're just good at what they do. But for them, like Oysters in My Pocket blew up. So mm. it's just like... Was yeah. that from TikTok? Mm, I don't think so. Just some good I think um, Spotify playlistings. Yeah, yeah. And like, so the fact that that blew up, I, I don't think this will, like their like a version will be their biggest. I don't think so. I think they're going to keep doing bigger and better mm. things. And like, again, real, oh, Oysters in My Pocket is quite big now. So I feel like, yeah. I don't know. But I definitely think that this like a version is going to be big for them really big for them and i believe um i've been reading comments whatever it comes out i've heard either friday or monday um it's always the week after the like a version i think so once we see it up on spotify i'm sure we'll post it up and just Mm -hmm. be like here you go go put like a thousand minutes um into their spotify but people have just been watching the youtubes and tiktoks but it's up to like 400k likes over a weekend so incredibly fucked great that it's a um aussie act that can just pull that out yeah and i think we've been we've been kind of wanting 
something like that for like a version. There's been a lot of really good ones, but I, f- mm. I feel like this is probably the best one we've had in 12, 18 months. Yeah. I can't think of others that have done this in recent times. Yeah. Takes me back to like DMA's Believe. Well, yeah, they even mentioned that in theirs. Yeah, yeah. I think it'll be interesting to see. I think it's got that more than nostalg- nostalgic feel. Um, we'd love to see it live. Hopefully at Splendor they can... Yeah. They can get on the lineup and play it at the amphitheater or something or I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Jazz, we we upload a thousand TikToks a week. We try and be funny. We try and be four billion. Yeah, well it's around the same number. Hmm. Um we try and be informative, we try and be your one stop shop for Aussie music or whatever. And I recently used a song for a TikTok for you know a bit of a, a trend and when I was making it I thought maybe we could get a few comments and the comments or DMs or whatever were like you know we're being um, we're promoting racism and promoting other things that we obviously don't um, we're obviously super inclusive with everyone you can go back in the years that we've been doing this pod Aussie music has so many different varieties that you can kind of delve into when we're all for every single one of them. But I don't like this idea of being told who I'm allowed and not allowed to listen to. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between listening and promoting. They do get blurred though. Yes. And quite easily. And yep. I do understand that... Yes, listening is technically sort of promoting because you're giving them views, but I get what you're saying, so keep going. But if it's like, like I didn't, I used this song to be funny. I like, I love this band, what they did for me, um, you know, in my Aussie music journey. Mm -hmm. They got me into this scene and I still love a lot of their music and I'm always going to love their music, but that doesn't mean... I'm going to promote them and go, these guys are really good people or I can separate the art from the artists. Mm-hmm. And maybe a lot of other people can't do that, but I, I, don't, I don't subscribe to this notion of going, society says you can't listen to these people, so you're not allowed to listen to them. Mm-hmm. And I know so many other people feel this way as well. And I think music is, you know, it's your own personal thing. You should be allowed to listen to anyone that you want Mm. but also be wary of who these people are or what they've allegedly done and kind of just be like acknowledge that you're not subscribing to what they're about just by listening to their music yeah it's like with any song an artist can their the way they look look at a song they've written it but the way you look at it can be so different yeah I th- do you know what's funny? Like listening to you try and say what you're saying right now, I can so clearly see that you're you're being so careful with what you say. And do you know what's really sad is that the fact that we have to be careful at saying something because it's our opinion. I think I genuinely think cancel culture is such a huge thing nowadays. And for sure, like some things, yeah, it should be. And I get it. But it's also like, I feel like there's a big bandwagon of cancel culture. And like I listening to you try and say what you're saying, but you're, you're being so careful about what you're saying. Because if we say the wrong thing, that's it. Which is like kind of scary, but it's also like, Everyone, no matter what, is entitled to their opinion. And I feel like 
with your what you're saying about separating bands, I fully get like I'm gonna one hundred percent I'm using sticky fingers as an example here. They're not loved in the media or in anyone's kinda eye. And there's a few things that people in that band have done or said or I, I don't actually know the full details of Allegedly. All, uh, let's allegedly. just let's just yeah. always okay. put allegedly. allegedly. We don't want any uh, defamation. No, that's the thing. thing, yeah, yeah. So allegedly there's a lot of things that is kind of a negative connotation with that band. Now, I don't actually know the full details of anything that they've done because I've never really looked into it. So feel free to to inform me if you want to, but I genuinely, I know that there is allegedly a few things and they're not loved in the public eye. However, when, not necessarily now, I don't listen to it as much, but a few years ago, their music was amazing to me and I saw them live not last year, the year prior. And at that show, that feeling that I had, like, I think they, they played, oh, I don't know, one of their songs. Anyway, <laughs> they played a song. And I literally was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. This It gave me that, you know, when you're at a gig and you get that feeling of this is life, this is living. I got that. And I just thought, so social media can tell me that I'm not allowed to have that feeling and I'm not allowed to go see them because they're bad people. I don't think what I've heard is that yes they are horrible people but I love that feeling and I love those songs so I'm still gonna put aside the fact like I do not condone 100% do not condone at all the allegations of these people I think it's horrible the stuff that I've heard but I also love their music and it's like where's the line of the f- that feeling for yourself you know what I mean when, when you cancel them it's like okay so your memories are cancelled your memories uh seeing them at festivals are cancelled the, the the connection that you have to those songs cancelled the memories which you sucks. had with your friends cancelled which sucks like and like I, is rancid eddie as well they're a band that yeah, blew up yeah, on tiktok and yeah. i i still have dry in my playlist it's yeah. a great song all their tours got cancelled on yeah. them. All of their shows got cancelled. The venues cancelled on, like, all of them because of, like, the... I think they were, like, mis- allegedly, like, misogynistic or whatever. But that one was so different was... because, like, they came out and did not deal with it well. Oh, no. But what I'm saying is that song, Dry, is still in my yeah. playlist. Yeah. I don't like what they did as a band or as people. Yeah. But I still listen to that song because I like that song. Like, if there, was a, if there was a manual on how to not deal with... Um, the media or accusations <laughs> yeah, or anything like well. that, I'd say look at what they did over that three to four month period yeah. because that song, like, I reckon it would have been top 10. In, yeah, um, yeah, it would have done really well. It would well. have done really well. It got all the Spotify playlisting. Like, if they had just gotten some advice that was mm. gone, boys, we need to take, we need to take, cop this on the chin. We need to say, you know, put this in a real understanding way. They could have mm. a career right now. Yeah, yeah. But they went, we're not apologising, we're not this. And you can't do that in the music industry because there's two sides of the music industry. There's the side that cares more about your profile Mm. and your music second. And then there's the other side that cares about your music over your profile. Those lines divvy all the time. I'd like to say we sit somewhere in the middle, but... A lot of that side is going to go, no, this is what they did. This I don't give a fuck about what music they yeah. put out, blah, blah, blah. And a lot of them are event organizers, venue managers. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, 
it was it was just very disappointing to see someone have a future and then just absolutely destroy it. And it's yeah. like their lyrics in that song, like, not nice not, not great. But there's so many lyrics and so many songs that are horrible. That are horrible. That you know you wouldn't say to someone. Mm. But I like, like that song though. Yeah, the meanings, the meaning behind it. If they, you know, I can't think of someone on the top of my head. But like they'll go, I put this in because of that, blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah. And you're like, oh, cool. So it's an artist's expression. Yeah. But when it comes from someone like that, then you kind of just assume and put two and two together. That's when the trouble comes. Yeah. That's when cancel culture comes at ya. And I just don't like. And that that song's a really good song as well. Yeah. But that's what I mean. It's like. Am I now a bad person because I still have that song in my playlist mm. and I still listen to it, even though I 100% do not condone anything that they did or said whatsoever, mm. but I like that song. Mm. So does that make me a bad person now? Like, that's where I think it's it's annoying. It's when people say, oh, like, you are this, you are that, because you listen to this and you support and you... It's like, I don't support what they did or what they do or allegedly. the type of... Allegedly. Or the type of people that they are or whatnot. But I like their music and their music makes me feel good. So I'm sorry, but I'm going to listen to their music. Like, sorry, but I do not, I don't have to like the person to like what they make. And being in this industry now, there's people that I've met don't like make cracking music Mm. that I can still listen to. And I'm not saying that's an easy thing to do. I'm not saying that's an easy thing to be able to separate the art from the artist because like when you know someone personally and maybe you've you know had memories that aren't might be a little bit negative like that's a hard thing to do but when these people are just going off what they've read or whatever you don't know these people personally and i'm not saying that i'm only saying that because you don't have memories with these people personally so that shouldn't affect the way that you view their music yeah that's the tough thing for me when it's like this is the music. This is who they are. Here's the line. People just blur them all the time. But yeah. when I, one of these comments was like, you said that one of these songs is one of your favorite songs of all time. And that's a bad thing. Like Australia Street. All right. <laughs> it's about sticky fingers. All right. All right. Um, uh, yeah. Australia Street is one of my favorite songs of all time. It's a great song. It got me into this scene. I have so many memories of it. It's a great it. song. doesn't mean they're it's great people, but it's a great song. Allegedly. Allegedly, not great people, but it's um, a great song. And, like, we absolutely adore that song. I have so many memories mm. with it. It is one of my favourite songs. Yep. But am I a bad person because I think that's an incredible song? No. Apparently I am. Which, I don't think you are. Because yeah, I like so many that other song <laughs> Which He's a bad person for other reasons, not because of that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, uh, like, and that's the comment that really got me of, yeah. of like... Just because of the type of music that I think is really good, uh, that somehow affects me personally. It's not like I'm listening to something and then going out and breaking the law. But then it's like, I mean, I don't really know, but then there's like rappers that do drugs and stuff. I don't fucking know what I'm talking about. Mm. Never mind. But you know what I mean? There's like, I'm sure there's other bad people in the world that make music. It gives off like adults thinking that video games like causes violence. (laughs) It's, it's giving off that. Oh, yeah, I get what you mean. So it's like how people want to ban, like, GTA because they think it, like, makes uh, teenagers violent and want to shoot up areas and whatnot. Do you know what makes me sad, though, right now? Mm. Is that us saying this 
is there's a high chance that people are going to be like, let's cancel Breaking Through because they're saying that. Which sucks because it's literally just our own opinion. But it's like, I wouldn't be saying this if I didn't think that we had a lot of support in the industry. Because yeah. it's like, I've had so many secret conversations with people. Well, it's like off the record. Yeah, yeah. That if I, you know, that people tell you things in confidence and I keep them to myself so I can, you know, form opinions and yeah. whatnot. But like, I think our opinion is very much shared by most of the Australian music scene. I just think we're so scared of that 5 10% of a very vocal group that, you know, we'll just cancel you in a second. Yeah. And I think as well, because cancel culture is so big, people are afraid to speak up because if you get cancelled, you're cooked. That's you done. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> we just spoke about it. Yeah. But yeah, like that's why people are scared about it because it's freaking huge. Like cancel culture as well is open to so many different things. It's not just obviously about like who you listen to in the industry. It's There's so much more to it that can obviously get you in the firing line, which is scary. Especially because a lot of people don't even, it like, there could be so many accidental things which can get you in the firing line for being cancelled, which sucks. And I the think one we also need to realise everyone are just human beings and they make mistakes as well. And the one thing that Breaking Through cares about, the only thing we care about, is Australian music. Is the music. We only care about the music. Other media outlets, we try and have as good morals and ethics yes. as we can. Yes, We're we care humans. about other things too. We make mistakes. But we try and stay out of the drama. drama and politics of music as much as we can because... But we get so much hate still. So much. Yeah. Even trying to stay out of it. So it's... Ah, ah, until we get cancelled. Ah. Guess what's coming up? What? It's my favourite day of the year. It's the best day of Australian music. The best day of... It's just the best day of the year. Hottest 100, it is coming up. Are you excited? Because I'm excited. And it's meant to be storming, so it's kind of like lowered my excitement because there goes my idea of a pool day, but it's still going to be exciting. Mm, I mean, I'm a, I'm not really a pool person. Yeah, fair, fair, cool. I thought uh, you were about to say I'm not excited for it. Oh, no, I'm always like, I'm always excited because it's, it's, it's our best way of seeing what the Triple J audience thinks. Yeah. And it always gives you that good indication of, like we spoke about last ep, ep four, about, you know, where we want to see Old Merv's place, where we want to see Rum Jungle place, okay. where we want to see Dice place. And more importantly, who's going to be in that top 10 or that top 20? It's like people from last year that might have been in that 80 to 90 range continued their release schedule. Are they going to be, you know, up in that 40, 50 range, 30 to 20? Um, I think that. Teen Jesus... Oh, I feel like they could be up there. Yeah, I there. think I think they'll be one of the ones up there. But I put this I put this in the podcast schedule because there is I don't even know if we're allowed to call it. All our videos have been taking off TikTok about this about our predictions. Mm. So please leave it up TikTok. That'd be nice. But Troy Sivan is predicted to take it out at this point really interesting i haven't even heard his song i'm gonna um, google it rush i believe is the one who is rush it's the song that is the song oh. name yes and <laughs> boy genius fred again other dark horses and dom dollar and doji cat are rounding out the favorite areas 
I've never heard this. But it's it's okay. It's like it's groovy, you know. It's like is this the one where he's like with the the guy fr- that was from that Disney show? No, that's um. You know who I'm talking about? The yeah, guy? yeah. That's like oh, I can't remember, but what no, this name? is the one with all the um like somewhere. semi-naked men and they're dancing and no idea haven't seen it sorry sorry Troy you Sivan. would have seen it on tiktok um but oh, i haven't so like I mean. let's say let's say if troy Sivan wins the top 100 mm. how you feeling initial thoughts oh uh, well i'm only going to be disappointed because i haven't heard the song i don't know the song yeah. i feel like i'm always a bit disappointed if it's one i'm just like eh, i don't know it you know this could be a dumb question troy Sivan, american australian troy Sivan is australian cool okay well, you know, I thought Billie Eilish was Australian, so I don't want to make that mistake yeah, again. Yeah, it's true, you're an idiot. But, like, I have such mixed feelings about this because we harp on all the time about Australian music, Australian music, Australian music. But he's so, like, in that commercial side of music. Mm-hmm. He's played on all the commercial radio stations. Like, I'm not saying that his music's bad, but it's just, like, so commercial. And I think it says to the Australian acts that, you need all this support. You need all this label work behind you to get a number yeah. one. On the or other hand... is I, it just a good song? If you take all the support he gets out of it, like say if, I don't know, an up-and-coming pop artist made that song here, mm-hmm. would it be number one? Yeah, true. It's played all the time, everywhere, on every radio station. That is why I don't listen to the radio. Like, and it's just so frustrating that a song like that could be number one at least like you know top five that frustrates mm. me but then it's also an australian artist and it's like he does have a good catalog and it's yeah. great for i just i just don't know if he would care yeah okay if he cares and he's like oh my god this is great blah blah, blah then i change my story okay. but i don't want him to be like oh yeah it's fine yeah i get you i get you he you almost want you know people that are like Oh my gosh, and so appreciative. But like, I'm sure he still would be. Again, I don't really know. I don't really. Choice of not my type of music, so no, I don't neither. really listen to him. Um, oh really? So it's not I, like we talk about bands all the time. I don't know. But uh, you know, at least if he does take out number one, at least we get an Aussie, right? Mm. And like the Dark Horse is up there. Billie Eilish is up there again. If she, she? if she wins it, I. Man, She's like, Australian, so it's fine. <laughs> that would annoy me. If Doja Cat wins, that would annoy I me. I won't be surprised if Doja Cat takes out at least top three. <sighs> she will be. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind if it's top three. but just. Not... I actually kind of back some of her songs, not going to lie. I, I agree. Um, I like some of her songs as well. I still think... Just don't give me that number one, though. Yeah. Like, that would suck. I, I think, think our Dom own... Dollar's pretty going to get close. Yeah, I think I think he's a good option. And I'd, I think out of all the favourites, he's probably the, like, number one option for me mm. because, like, he's had a huge two years. Like, And I remember seeing him in, like, regional, rural pubs playing. Yeah. So, he's, like, I know, I, know. I know he would care. So, th- I think that would be the ideal situation for me. Mm. But Boy Genius is also up there as well. Okay. So I know a lot of people would like to see them, the whole female identifying. Oh my gosh, I want to have a look. Um, I actually they, don't they know They played this at Laneway oh, maybe I do this year, this but or last Boy, year, sorry. Uh, I don't know. It's got service. like Phoebe Bridges in it. And Wait, what? Yeah, it's like they made like the little... Phoebe Bridges? Yeah, the little band thing. Oh, no way. Okay. I haven't... I haven't actually looked at them before. Yeah, I've like Sick. I know who they are. I don't like, and I've listened to some of their songs. It's not my cup of tea, but I can. 
Let me listen on Spotify. Do you know what song's looking to get up there? Let's have a listen. It's a bit like slower, which it's, it's uh, kind of nice. Though. I reckon it's like a slower middle kids esque type oh, vibe. Oh yeah, I can see that. I feel like this would be nice, like sunsetting on the beach, like you just hanging out with your friends. That's literally like similar to what the video is on yeah. Spotify. Yeah, no, it's cute. I like it. Yeah. Um, and then obviously Fred again. Oh, yes. He's up yes. there. Yeah, he's up there. Um, and I think he's the only international that I would be fine with winning because he just seems mm. like such a just humble bloke. Like every, I follow him on all the socials and he just, he just seems like, like just uploads videos of him and his nephew or niece and yeah. just, I, I think he'd care. Um, and obviously Everyone seeing him at Laneway. Yeah. Well, he's got some, he's going to have his whole discography. Yeah. I think it is that one. I can't remember which one that's predicted to get up there, but I think it is that one. Which, no, uh, it's the one that's with Skrillex. Is that that one? I've got no idea what I'm talking about. Don't worry. As per usual. But I think the big movers in the top 100 this year, is going to be the Ryans. I haven't even listened to any of their new songs out. Very good. Minivan, I think, will be up there. Pac Av's going to have a oh, jillion songs. Oh, they've got a few. Teenage, da- teenage, teenage dads, dads are going to have a jillion oh, songs. Oh, they're going to have so many in there. So I, I couldn't decide which one to vote for them. Yes, I think it's going to be... I'd say Teenage Dads and Pac Av will have the we'll most well. songs. Yeah. So it'll be good to see kind of how much they dominate, but how far they dominate as well. Because if they yeah. have a song in like the 90s and then like a song in the 10s, I just, I just see that would be interesting, mm. but yeah. And we're probably going to be watching it inside with some popcorn because it's going to be storming. Hey, Brenton. Yo. Do you want to know a secret? Love secrets. So this is a secret now because what, right now while we're recording this, it's a secret. But when we post this, it won't be a secret. I am releasing an Easter festival. It is called Hops and Bops and it's going to be on Easter Sunday, the 31st at Miami Marquetta. It's got Chutney headlining, which are basically just Gold, Gold Coast. Gold Coast royalty at this Gold point. Gold Coast royalty. Everyone loves them. Mm-hmm. We've got Gully Days, who are sick. I gave them a shout out a few episodes ago, one of my like top bands at the moment. Then we've got Local Safari, who also are unreal. and Back from the UK. Back from the UK. Leah has the most beautiful voice I've ever heard in my life. Will so. this be their first gig back? No, they did play with the Ryans recently. Um, And then we've got Daysick, who also are unreal. Talia, their frontman, is a legend. Shout out. And then lastly, but not leastly at all, we've got Levi Maxwell, who is an absolute legend and will be kicking off the day. So basically, it's going to be a whole lot of Easter fun. It's called Hops and Bops because in my mind, I was like, hops, like an Easter bunny. Hops and bops. (laughs) <laughs> um, but yeah, we're going to do some fun games and we're going to do like a cool Easter egg hunt. <laughs> An Easter egg hunt at yeah, a festival. But That's like, not bad. But like fun Easter eggs too. Like there's going to be little mini like chocolate eggs, but then there's also going to be like find a certain egg, you get like a carton of beer or you get this or you get that. So there's going to be a few fun giveaways. We're going to do some fun little Easter cocktails. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a sick event. Tickets are out. Uh, go on to OzTix or you can go through Miami Marquetta or you can go through it goes like this entertainment's Instagram or I'll put a story up 
with it on breaking through. Yeah, you did that with the last, you put about 50 up, so I'm expecting 100 this time. Yes, um, and it's going to be fun, and why not come celebrate Easter with us? Yeah. We'll be there. I think, like, there's going to be a lot of people on the hunt for something, and I don't think it's going to be chocolate. It's going to be Good tunes and oh. beers. Yeah, yeah you, good tunes. I was going to say, where'd your head go there, mate? But organising a uh, boutique music festival, mm-hmm. how pissed do you get? Do you, are you allowed to get, like, super pissed, or do you try and keep okay, it? Okay, well, to be fair, for the last one, I had two drinks the whole day and then things started going wrong and my anxiety went through the roof and I didn't have another drop of alcohol because I was running around like a headless bloody chicken, so stressed out of my brain. And also we ran out of alcohol twice during the day for the riders, so I stopped drinking because that was for the bands and I didn't want my one beer to affect anything. But maybe this time because it's it's my second event. I can have four beers, maybe. Who knows? We'll see. Maybe we'll get a bit rowdy. Maybe we'll have five. I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't. You don't want to get too drunk just in case, like, something does go wrong and you're like, oh, God, head in the game. But it's like you you, you learn things on that day that you can just bring into that second one. So it's not like, oh, a, yeah. it's not like that. Uh, what is it? The first day jitters. It's not like the first day of work anymore. You're yeah. a month or two in. Yeah, true. And I feel like this time around, Marketer, great venue, great location, great people. So it'll Side be. Side room? Yeah, so it'll be in Studio 56, but it will be a Sunday, so the venue will be like open. Half, it's that half open thing, hey? Yeah, so the venue's open only for the ticketed event. So it will be in the smaller side room, but everyone there will be there for the event. So buy a ticket. They are $35 plus your booking fee, which is a couple of dollars extra. Uh, Ensures in for a good time. And yeah, come along. I'll see you at Easter.